Hello, everyone, and welcome to Making the Grade for the week ending Friday, January 25th, 2019. It is the go-home week for the Royal Rumble, my favorite time of year. So let's see what Team Red and Team Blue have in store for us this week. We open Raw with, of course, a Martin Luther King video. This is the longest, or at least feels like the longest, MLK video the WWE has ever presented. And it includes a ten-bell salute, which I know that they've never done before and found very odd. Enter Brock and Paul, of course. Nice of them to show up for once. Uh, Paul reminds us that Finn pinned Cena clean last week and that Cena gave Finn the rub after the match. I'd like to give Finn a rub after the match. Paul goes on about beliefs in a very long run-on sentence. He obviously promises victory for Lesnar and death for Balor on Sunday. After his spiel, we get Vince. Vince tells us that we have David and Goliath on Sunday and then tells us the story of David and Goliath, except that David takes mushrooms, loses to Goliath, and then gets reincarnated as Finn Balor. I swear to God. Vince then gets some cheap heat on the crowd. What fucking side are you on, Grandpa? Vince tells us that if we believe that Finn can beat Brock, then we all believe in fairy tales, and now I am legitimately wondering if they don't actually put Finn over on Sunday. Enter Braun. He gets right in Brock's face, then tells us that last Monday was the worst night of his life. He promises to rip Brock apart if he manages to leave the Rumble with the belt. Enter Finn. He promises to defeat Brock. Vince and Braun then both shit on him a bit. Okay. We then get a weird moment where Finn tries to continue his promo. Brock leaves the ring. Vince says he has an idea and tells Brock not to leave. Brock continues to leave, and then Finn continues to tell his story. Vince then gets to his idea, which is for Brock and Heyman to sit at ringside to watch Braun and Finn fight. Match number one, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor. So I guess Braun is cleared for in-ring action after all, you guys. Braun catches Finn on the top, grabs him by the throat, and throws him at Lesnar, who catches him and suplexes him on the floor. No bell rings. Lesnar hops on the apron to face off with Braun, and Finn pulls Lesnar down and drop kicks him into the post, then a running somersault splash onto Lesnar outside. Balor then straight up just fights both men at once. That really should have been a disqualification as soon as Lesnar suplexed Balor. Finn hits the coup de grace on Strowman and then gets F5 before he can pin him, and then it's a disqualification. What? Grade B, good match, unsurprisingly, but the weird ref AI takes some points off. Enter Bobby Lashley. It is time for a championship celebration. In the middle of the ring is a platform, okay? Leo speaks, and I just hear a faint buzzing in my right ear, like a gnat or a mosquito. Leo says they didn't come out to offer an open challenge because Bobby Lashley is a fighter. Think about that for a second. Just, just let that roll around in your brain meets. I'll give you time. The platform is apparently for posing. Leo puts the belt on crooked, and Apollo Crews' music plays. He compliments Lashley, who makes a face like he just drank sour milk. Crews challenges Lashley to a match because two bald-muscled black dudes are better than one, I suppose. Leo says they should have a pose-off instead. So they pose off. Negative points. Of course, it ends in a beatdown, or at least an attempted one. Cruz throws Leo onto Bobby, and we go to commercial about six minutes too late. Match number two, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. So, now there's a match. Great. Cruz tries to gorilla press Lashley, but doesn't get him all the way up and drops him. He covers for this by selling a back injury, but then immediately goes and gorilla press slams Lashley again, and then hits the standing moonsault. Good job. 
Bobby pins Apollo after a spear grade C. Not great, but short. Enter Seth Rollins. He and Bobby stare down as they pass each other. Seth yaks about Martin Luther King because who better than the white dude from Iowa? He transitions into talking about himself. Yeah, we went from Martin Luther King to I need to beat Drew McIntyre. And then Drew appears and shits all over him. Match number three, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Seth somehow manages to kick out of a top rope white noise, and then immediately after that, a gut wrench powerbomb. You know, as you do. Rollins then squeaks out a victory via a sneaky roll-up moments later. Grade A. I'm giving this one an A. Great stuff here. Drew should win the Rumble. Backstage, the Revival are explaining their tag title woes to Vince. They ask for one more match with a special referee. Meanwhile, someone off-screen repeatedly tries to get Mr. McMahon's attention. This is annoying. This is also Kurt Hawkins. He's made the special referee. Okay. Dean Ambrose stands near some fencing in an oddly lit warehouse. He makes fun of Seth for quoting MLK, and then he quotes MLK. He promises to win the Rumble. Match number four, Lucha House Party versus Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. Oh, fuck me. Metalik pins one of them. I legit was not paying attention. Grade C. I'm sure it wasn't anything to write home about. Then EC. Then the EC3 striptease vignette, except now with actual footage. Then Dana asks EC3 a myriad of boring questions backstage as Elias walks to the ring. Elias's song is interrupted by Baron. Great. So Elias sings a song about him instead. Match number five, Elias versus Baron Corbin. Fucking... Despite Elias's very valid point of why would we want to see another Elias versus Baron Corbin match, here we are with another Elias versus Baron Corbin match. Corbin wins with the end of day's grade. See, not much here. Nothing impressive. As much as I like Elias. Time for a moment of bliss. I can only hope we get another Otis sighting tonight. Pretty lady! Bliss lists off the names of the women in the Women's Royal Rumble and then brings out Nia. This should be terrible thankfully they don't turn naya's mic on legit and she's immediately interrupted by ember moon ember promises to win and that brings out alicia fox she's the worst here's mickey then the riot squad who don't get a theme song along with nikki cross and dana brooke alexa yells at them from on high they all brawl then clear out whatever alexa makes the announcement that she'll be in the rumble and this brings out lacey evans who announces that she'll be in the rumble as well it's a decent promo but the delivery needs work could just be nerves who knows and there's Otis. He and Tucker are walking backstage because they actually have a match tonight. Titus O'Neil tries to announce he's in the Rumble, but a PA walks in, then walks off. It's it's weird. Uh, match number six, the Ascension versus Heavy Machinery. I really, really, really want the Ascension to win here. Uh, Otis dances and then dances and then they win grade C, the longest reigning NXT tag champions in history, lose to a team that shouldn't have been called up in the first place. Match number seven, the Revival versus Glorable, the Raw tag team titles with special guest referee Curtis Hawkins. Uh, Hawkins is the most eagle-eyed referee in WWE history, calling Root out for not holding on to the tag rope and then catching three attempts by the Revival to steal the pin in a row. Then, on the fourth, Gable pins Dawson to retain the titles. Grade D. God damn it. Is this their punishment for asking for their release? Now they don't get to have the titles at all? Ever? 
Fuck you. They beat Hawkins down after the match, and who should make the save but Zack Ryder. For those of you who don't remember, and why would you, Ryder and Hawkins are the, are the PG era's Edge and Christian. They used to be brothers, but now they're best friends. So now the Revival go from possibly winning the tag titles to feuding with the Major Brothers. Vindictive much, Vince? Dasha talks to Ronda in Gorilla. It's fucking painful. Match number eight, Queefer Badness versus Boss Hugs. Sasha starts the match by knocking Ronda off the apron, so that's fun. (coughs) Sasha eventually makes Natty tap to the bank statement. Grade B. There was some ugliness, and Sasha's bare ass got blacked out on my cable thanks to the seven-second delay. We go off the air to the ladies jawing at each other. Overall grade for Raw is a C-. Why do the go-home shows always seem like such slogs and time wasters? I mean, a pose-off? More Baron Corbin? The Major Brothers? Lucha House Party and Jinder and the Singh Brothers in the same match? Ouch. Hopefully the blue team is, as it has been consistently for quite a while now, the better show this week. We are in Wichita, Kansas, of all places, and we open with The Man. Tonight, a face-to-face between Styles and Brian, moderated by Vince, and a two-out-of-three falls match between Ray and Andrade, with Zelina barred from ringside. The only thing Becky should be doing is main eventing WrestleMania, and that starts at the Rumble. She says Asuka has no class because she doesn't even care that she got the women's title without actually beating the champion. Remember when superstars would interrupt other superstars' promos by actually interrupting them? You know, appearing on stage with a microphone and cutting them off with words, not by having their entrance music played and then making their full, normal entrance? Good times. Anyways, here's Asuka. She yells, could be English, could be Japanese. It's impossible to hear her over the crowd chanting for Becky. Then Charlotte appears. She yaps about the rumble. Asuka uses the distraction to attack Becky from behind as the camera unnecessarily zooms in and out rapidly and repeatedly. (laughs) Becky gets the advantage. The referees separate them. Good beatdown. Very nice. We come back from break for the golden crisp beatdown still happening in the back. Fun. We then get a strange promo video for Naomi and Mandy. Or, sorry, Naomi, Naomi. Uh, Like, I can't place exactly what the female narrator reminds me of, but it's bizarre. It's almost like the timeline videos in 2K Showcase mode in the the video games. Felt weird and and out of place. Uh, Match number one, Naomi versus Mandy Rose. Naomi attacks in the aisle, then we get in the ring, and Naomi hits a series of strikes that just look awful. Mandy pins Naomi after sending her into the ring post-grade. See, this was not good, but at least it was short. Ray reminds us of the time he won the Rumble to cash in on Eddie's death. Match number two, Miz versus Cesaro. Shane prevents Cesaro from cheating, so Sheamus shoves Shane into the barricade. That was a lot of shishes. Sorry about that. Uh, And then Sheamus cheats and a neutralizer pins the Miz. Grade B. At least it was better than the women's match. P.S. Miz and Shane win Sunday. After the match, Shane puts Cesaro through the commentary table by the only way he knows how, which is from the top rope, or at least he tries to. Sheamus stops him by shoving him off the buckles to the floor. Ultimately, the bar used Shane to put Miz through said announce desk. That was pretty nice. We get a recap of Joe destroying Mustafa last week, and then a promo from the streets by Ali. Then Vince is watching referees tend to his son without doing anything to help them, and we get a replay of what just happened. Speaking of Vince, it is time for our face to face why why 
Why is Vince doing this? Anyway, Daniel refuses to get in the ring because AJ is a sociopath who force feeds people hot dogs, apparently. This is surprisingly not good. I blame Vince. Backstage, R-Truth doesn't want to face Brock Lesnar, and Carmella explains to Charlotte what the Royal Rumble is. Match number three, Samoa Joe versus Mustafa Ali, but for real this time, high-energy stuff. Joe taps Mustafa with the coquina clutch. Grade A, best match of the night thus far. Backstage, the New Day are playing pool with, uh, fuck, I just completely blank. Francesca, was that the trombone's name? Uh, Kayla tries to sow dissension in the ranks. Chimmel appears out of nowhere, bonus points, and it's great. Match number four, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, two out of three falls. Hot start as we go to break on Mysterio hitting a Hurricane Rana on Andrade from the top rope to the floor. Uh, Andrade murders Mysterio and gets the first fall with a standing powerbomb off the top rope to the canvas. Sweet monkey Christ. Mysterio quickly gets the second fall by countering another powerbomb into a Canadian destroyer, and it's one-to-one. Mysterio, by the way, wearing a markedly plain mask tonight. No fur, no mohawk, no fucking feathers or shit. Just green. Whatever. Uh, Andrade counters a sunset flip powerbomb off the apron with a straight backflip, which was awesome. Mysterio wins the third fall by disqualification when Samoa Joe comes out and powerbombs him against the apron. At least I assume he does, as no official announcement is ever made. Grade A. Even with the fuck finish, this was awesome. Joe locks Ray in the coquina clutch and then demands a microphone. He yells about the rumble and then gets RKO'd out of nowhere. Uh, overall grade for SmackDown, B minus. I really think Raw suffers from having that extra hour. I have never come to the main event on SmackDown and thought, fuck, finally. How did we do this? How do we go? Hmm. How did we go this whole go home week and not have a ring filling schmoz? Perhaps they are learning. Overall grade for the week is a C plus, perhaps not the best go-home week, but I feel like that's what we've come to expect over the years. Big week next week as the Royal Rumble will factor into the grades, and I'll have a Patreon-exclusive episode covering NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Uh, not sure when I'm going to be able to watch it since I have a show on Saturday, but we'll, uh, we'll figure something out. Speaking of which, I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to with them treating the Rumble like mania this year is the set. You're not going to have the plain old TV set in Chase Field, you know, because it's already going to be set up at the arena for takeover. I'm excited. I wanna, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Uh, so that does it for me for this week. I hope you enjoy the Rumble tonight, and I will be back next week with another edition, actually two editions, one for patrons, of Making the Grade. Blurch. <laughs>